You're listening to Ordinary Moes with Bill Morales and Orlando Morales. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Moes. I'm Bill Morales. Big O here. Yes. What's doing, Bill? Nothing much, man. Um, you like that intro, huh? Yes. Sounding good. Yeah, it took a little, it took a minute. And I, I am going to make my own drops, goddammit. I am learning all this legal stuff. We can't apparently use anything without uh, <laughs> any kind of real permission. So uh, yeah, so I'm going to make everything myself. Well, yours is better than what's in the machine. So There you go. Boom. Welcome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I still got those. I still got those generic drops, yeah. which we're always allowed to use. We are. What's Ann? How you doing in this... I'm great, man. I'm uh, hair still growing. Now I'm just pinning it back with hats. Um, as you can see, I got this slick back demeanor now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you going for the good fellas look? Yeah, yeah. It's all. It's all I got. Lauren hates it. You know. So I'm just. Yeah, I'm just. What does she want you to do? Like, what are you killing my vagine supply? Well, let me tell you, I'm really super pissed off my friend Mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You were saying that. What's uh, what's what's going on with Mark? What do you do? Well, he's he lives in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Yeah, Hot Atlanta, and you know. The Georgian government. Yeah, they just figured out that uh, that it's asymptomatic, like a, like a week ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they thought <laughs> it was a wonderful idiots. idea. Let's just open up the fucking place. Let's have everybody go back, and let's just make sure that like everything essential is brought back, like bowling alleys and, <laughs> and, and tat- <laughs> tattoo parlors. Jesus, you know? come on, America! Keep, keep it essential. So anyway, <clears throat> so they just opened up yesterday, right? Yesterday was like the first day. Mm-hmm. And so, what does this kid do? Who's been doing well? He's been at home with his family. He's got two young girls. Good guy. Good He's friend been, of the show. Yeah. Been staying his ass at home. And instead, yesterday, the first day, fucking day one, what's he want to do? He wants to get his fro cut. So he goes down to the barbershop. And then he has the fucking audacity to put a Facebook post saying, like, encouraging it. Like, oh, it was great. I've never seen the place so clean. They had hand sanitizer there. Uh, the barber had a mask. I had a mask. Like... Hey, if Holy you're going to do it, I guess. But still, it's like uh, I'm annoyed because he he did it and I don't get to do it. I want to do it. Yeah, but the problem with fucking Georgia is, is that their rate of, you know, spread right now is still on the uptick. Yeah, their curve looks like a big. Like a big dick. And, oh, yeah, like a penis. <laughs> and 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 it's another time like and he's home and he's married. He's got two young girls. New York's a big like, city. Because <laughs> we're on our way down. We are, we are, and it's slow. But <laughs> but anyway, I just don't get him. So anyway, I called him today and I said, you're lucky you live in Atlanta because if you lived over here, I'd fucking go to your house and fuck you up. Yeah, well, yeah. Everybody's, like even today when we were out uh, visiting families and social distancing in backyards, that's what we did today, mm-hmm. with our masks and whatnot, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to keep it going. But mm-hmm. even then, there were so many cars on the road. Yeah. So many. Yeah. The guy you in 7-Eleven before really pissed me off. Cause like he's got like this big plexiglass in front of him, uh-huh. and like you know he's like telling me something about like the credit card to make sure I got to show him my ID because I bought you know beer. You got to talk louder. And I'm like, fuck you, dick. Like I got a mask on, and you got this big fucking plexiglass thing on. Like, but she, but it was the way he did it. It's like he was acting like I was being a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> it's a uh, you know I, I, it's something I tell my wife all the time. It's it's your tone. You know, you just got to manage that tone. Like, excuse me, can I hear you? I can't hear you. Like, that they have, fine. They have a thing. Like, their whole family, and you've come across this, right? They, uh, the dad, the mom, my wife, they all they all have a dicky tone to them. Like, uh, they're always, 
It's it's and they're wonderful people. I mean, they're really really lovely people. And I've seen this with other families too, where they're like, "Hey, mom, what's up, daughter?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have this like like twang or this tone that I'm right. just like, ugh, Negative. why are you being so rude? Negative. Negative. But that's not. That's just how they talk. Like, if you right. go to a family function, everybody's like, hey, pass the stuff. Thanks. Yeah. That's great. Like, yeah, you know? there's, there's certain families that are like that. They're just loud. You know, some people, other families, like, super loud. And, like, like, you don't understand why they're being so loud. But my father-in-law always sounds like he's annoyed. Like, every time I, he's like, that's, hey, cause, you that's, cause, that's because you're there, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen him talk to no. like his uh, his his kids the same way. It's, it's his tone that he's <laughs> he's very annoyed. I don't know. It's like, are, are you really annoyed? It's, I don't know. Well, maybe it's I just tired tell. of being in the house. But you're saying this is all the time. Right? No, it's all the time. This so is just how they talk. Not COVID. Related. And a lot of times, I'm always yelling at my wife. I'm like, listen, I'm not one of your students. Like, please, just just use a, a please or, or, a, or a thank you or a, you know, just right. just don't don't be so snippy. Snippy. So you were off last week, and now you're back on this week. Uh, this week I'll be on. From home, did they set that shit up or not? Nope. They uh, they called me, and uh, to be honest, I love um, I love my job. I'm very lucky to be working, but uh, I'm not that excited to answer phone calls from my house. So uh, right. you know, they, and they're calling from a, a, a what you call it, an unmarked number. So I, I just don't answer unmarked numbers, you know. So <laughs> they speaking. they left a message, and uh, and I called right back, you know. But he's like, yeah, I'm gonna call you later. I was like. Oh, you know, just can you just leave a message? I'm just not going to answer. I, I'm too scared. Yeah. There's too many calls coming in from random people that are just like, hey, do you want your chimney cleaned? Like, you know, you pick up the right. phone. And first of all, the, the thing that I, I, I want to hang up right away, the minute I pick up the phone, I go, hello. And then there's like a pause. <laughs> yes. Hello. Or Mr. Morley's. Is this Mr. Morley's? Morley's. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i uh i have this fucking attorney i want to kick his ass right because like at the bottom of every single email is is my name the address firm name right phone number uh -huh. email whole shit whatever and this guy constantly writes me and says uh good afternoon omar and i'm like where the fuck did this omar come from so then i write back to him and i, I ignore the omar <laughs> and i send him a regular email <laughs> and i sign off again with the same sign off and then he writes me back, oh, thank, thank you for the quick reply, Omar. You know what? If this social distancing shit ends at some point, like, I'm going to fuck you up at a closing. Yeah, I'm going to fuck just, you up. My name's not Omar. Like, like where, where would you, you even Omar? get that? You just made it up. Like, out of your ass. You made it up, guy. Ugh, so annoying. <laughs> so anyway, Bill, you ruined my life because you're always talking about Netflix and, like, what you're watching and all this crap. And I never been watching anything on Netflix. So finally, well, I what decided. What you watching? Well, I started watching All American. Right? At the suggestion of uh, T-Roy. Really? This guy's watching that? Well, he watched like two episodes. Right? It's awesome, bro. But, but I've blown him away because I'm already on like season two. Because <laughs> since and How many from, seasons are there? There's two seasons. Oh, right? okay. So you're almost done. But each season has like 16 episodes. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole season. Okay, so yeah. I already blew through one yesterday from six. That's what happens, six man. In, six in the afternoon to four in the morning. Yeah. I wake up at 12.30 today, which is awful because I missed a beautiful day, right? <laughs> yeah, it's then, a gorgeous day. And then I watched from 1 o'clock until, like, I got here, like, like until <laughs> 7. I watched, I watched another six So hours. you didn't even enjoy the day for a minute. No, not even for a minute. Wow. Because I'm so hooked in. Because Netflix goes too fast into the next episode. And it's like, even when you're in that indecisive mode, like, oh, maybe I should go out and do something. All of a sudden, boom, the next episode's on and shit. Suck yeah, right yeah, back. yeah. Ba-boom. And then it, it's, it's. Anyway, it's really good, though. 
Tay Diggs. Yeah, Tay Diggs. He's a coach. You know, yeah. he's a he's a tough dude. I, I I never always see him in these soft spoken roles, but lately, now that he's a little bit older, he seems to be playing these tough guy roles. He is, yeah, a little bit, but he you could still tell that I think in real life. He's probably a real fucking asshole. I think so. He's you know, probably a little full of himself. Did he fuck over like a Dina Menzel or whatever her name is? I don't know. I, I, I get him and Tyson Beckford confused. They always, <laughs> you know, because they're like these uh, these jacked uh, uh, black guys that are like uh, that women fawn over. So I, I don't. Uh, I I'm always... just happy he shaved his head finally because he had that like big forehead going on for a couple of movies i know you know i know he, he, he gave stella her groove back or was that yeah, the other stella guy groove back and, but who um, was baby boy he wasn't baby boy that was that was beckford yeah that was yeah no, no. okay i like that movie i like i like baby boy <laughs> you like baby boy baby boy is good yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't, it wasn't bad. bad it was my yeah. one of the ones it's I one liked. of those movies that i can keep watching and watching watching when you have no reason you don't you don't even understand why you and i love watching. snoop dogg and he's in there and he's like this gangster yeah yeah i like that he just played himself <laughs> he's actually very big in the community snoop dogg he has a, a football team uh like a that he donates a lot of money to and he coaches himself that guy's uh, uh he gives back he gives back to the community he does and anybody that can make that kind of money you know changing the entire english language is impressive because <laughs> he has so many words that he makes just his own words like fishizzy you know fizzle is yeah, he has yeah. the isle he was doing that for a while everybody was yeah. doing that for a while and that was like like 14 years after his rap career, like he was still relevant. That's that's the cool thing about Snoop Dogg. He's always relevant. Well, know? the only thing that pisses me off about him, though, is that... That game like, show? No, that he's a crip, right? Oh, yeah, he is a crip. But then sometimes, like, it comes out that he says he's... Well, no, he wasn't a crip. He's not really a crip. He's not, uh, like, he's not a guy. He's very crip-friendly. Like, he's very cryptic <laughs> with his fucking message about whether you're a crip or not. <laughs> that's the only thing I get from it. He cryptic that's very bastard. Funny. Anyway, oh, man, the yeah. and the bloods. But yeah, so I've been watching this All American, and, and it, it's it's really good. Troy said I'd like it. It's got a good soundtrack, so I did get sucked into it. The proprietor of High Res Inc. High Res Inc. The only way to get your art reproduced. Yeah. For that, a, a good low price. That guy. <laughs> that guy High Res Inc. Who, that guy who was huffing and puffing today, by the way. He's like, I call him up finally because he called me like five times. I finally call him back. He's huffing and puffing on the phone. And I'm like, what's wrong? Are you all right? He's like, yeah, I'm just here trying to dig up some dirt. And I'm like, what? What, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm, we're making a garden. I'm like, oh. Wow. He's like, the grass is really tough. I'm like, <laughs> maybe it's just you're not tough. <laughs> and, and you're out of shape. And you haven't done oh, shit in about 5.2 years. Yeah. You know, but at least he's doing that. That's good for him. Yeah, it is. He was, at least he was outside. Way to get active, buddy. He's doing more than I am. Yeah, no, it's true. I haven't done shit. I didn't go outside today either. Oh, you didn't? Um, well, that's, a, that's a lie. Right? That's a lie. I didn't go outside for most of the day. Like, I didn't go outside till after it was done being nice. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I went outside when the sun was, like, like barely up anymore, and it was just getting cold. You went to your parents' house, though, right? Yeah, we went to, uh, well, she went to her parents' house and did the backyard thing, and then um, I picked her up, and we went to my parents' house and did the backyard thing. Oh, okay. My dad cooked steaks. It was awesome. It was oh, yeah, so food. delicious. Yeah, barbecue. You always say there's never food there. No, there never is. But for whatever reason, he <laughs> had these gourmet steaks. Oh, and nice. uh, and he cooked them up, and they were friggin' delicious. I'm still burping it up. It, it's so good. Oh, good. I love a good steak, and it was like really good. Yeah, don't have Maddie Gloom here. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want to know about all where my steak came from. <laughs> I know it came from BJ's, and it was a nice cut. He he. What do you call it when you you like put the steak in like hot water and measure the temperature? Till it's like the perfect. He does that. 
Oh, he goes through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Survey, survey, or I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't know. know what it's called. I have to look it up or somebody, you know, no text clue. me, correct me or something. But he did that and it was really, really good. So it came out juicy then. Yeah, it was juicy as fuck. Oh, and it right. was a uh, cracked pepper and like, oh, it was, it was excellent. That's a good shit. What are you watching on Netflix now? Anything? Uh, me? Well, we, uh, we just, we finished Shameless, which is like uh, uh, nine seasons on Netflix. And then season 10 is on Showtime. So I left my wife watching that. And uh, that's that's what we were into for a while. Um, I, what was I watching? I the I watch a lot of shit. Uh, yeah. The Willoughby's came out. That's like a cartoon, like in a like a it's like a cartoon for middle aged kids. I watch cartoons, dude. I watch everything. I'm a, okay. there was a Sesame Street thing today on CNN <laughs> with Sanjay Gupta and Elmo, and they they were telling you about uh, Sanjay. Yeah. Man, Sanjay was fucking floored last week, bro. Oh, why? <laughs> 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 Because the fucking head of the FDA is on the show, right? And they're asking him about what Trump talked about with respect to the disinfectants. What? And, what did yeah, Trump and, say? And, and, shining, <laughs> and shining the sun up your ass because he heard the sun kills the germs. Oh, my God. And, um, and I know science. So, so I know the, a lot about science. So the head of the FDA, though, right, because he's worried about his job, is like skirting the issue and sort of saying, well, you know, a lot of people think that. It's like, yeah, but you never. he, he would never come out and say, like, no. That's don't do it. absolutely asinine and insane. Don't, what do, what do you mean? What do you mean? Here's the thing is he was definitely thinking out loud while directing these ideas, quote unquote, to uh, to like the scientific experts in his administration. Mm -hmm. And I just you could hear their eyes rolling if you just listen to the well, clip. And then he came back and started saying he was being sarcastic, right? I was being sarcastic. I was right. I was trying to tell. Let, let, let's hear it. And then yeah, you, yeah, you, let's, please. Let's see if please. there's any sarcasm here. Let's see if there's sarcasm. No, it sounds so, like a stupid person question asking questions. Probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. <laughs> what so, fucking world? Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous uh, hit the body like that, or just very powerful light. What you do to vampires. And I think you said, that has him in check, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or... Shine the sun up uh, your ace. In some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too. Sounds interesting. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that? Uh, <laughs> Injection inside, or, or, dude, he's legit asking them this the question it yeah. in a press conference. Like, like he didn't have that private conversation. You're gonna have to use medical doctors with, but it sounds you're gonna have to use medical sounds doctors. Interesting though. to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's uh, that's pretty powerful. All right, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. Great. Okay, here's what here's what maybe he doesn't understand. Okay. When the show, The West Wing, was on. All yeah, right? I remember West Wing, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course, Martin Sheen was the president, was president on the show, right? Yep. Did you know that, like, a high number of Americans, I want to say <laughs> close to 40% of Americans, thought that that motherfucker was actually the president of the United States? Yep. They I've, thought that they were televising the president on a weekly show on CBS or whatever the fuck station it was on. The stupidity of a large part of the nation is staggering. So if you go and you say that you can inject yourself with Lysol or take Clorox pills or, or, or shine 
ultraviolet rays, like like you said, stick it up your ass, uh, whatever the fuck. A good portion of the country is going to take you serious. And and now I know that you were reading some articles before about all the people. Yeah, so so there's apparently been 18 confirmed uh, patients admitted with uh, with burns internal and external from um, from attempting to ingest Clorox, uh, Lysol, and bleach. Um, and New York Poison P- Control Center said that they have a spike in calls, and they're already up to 30 possible exposures just between the time of 9 p.m. Thursday and 3 p.m. Friday. So you're now... Which, which is more than double uh, a, a normal... 18-hour period. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So these people never get calls, and all of a sudden they're like, what? Another one? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just... You did what? Sucking up the Lysol and sniffing bleach. You didn't read the package? It's like, yeah, but the president the president said, and he was... Yeah, well, first of all, he was thinking out loud, which he later tried to be like, I was just... I was, it was being sarcastic. First of all, sarcasm is what I'm doing now. Like sarcasm is, it has a certain tone. It has like a, like a, like a, like, yeah, right. Like that's sarcasm. Like, can you believe that? Like, you know what I mean? Like sarcasm sounds a certain way. He was like, hey, is it, uh, do we, can we do that? What if we did something like that? Is that, that dude was legit asking fucking questions. No, the best is, I mean, like if you listen to, if you see the words, right, he says, as you see, it gets in the lungs. It does a tremendous number on the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. Oh, my God. Like, the lungs. You're going to... How are you getting the Clorox and Lysol in the lungs? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just... It's, <sighs> it's fucking hilarious if it wasn't so fucked up and sad that the leader of the free world thinks that this is a viable option. But he's the leader of the free world, and that's... I don't think... I think he's so caught up with the fact that he's the leader that he doesn't understand that that things actually have ramifications when he says them in a public format. Right, and you see that with these numbers jumping up. I mean, people like you said are fucking moronic. Like I love I think I forgot who it was. There was somebody else on TV who commented who was like, "We we put locks on you know, these doors to prevent children from getting into Lysol and bleach and all this shit." below the sinks and stuff. And <laughs> and Trump is just telling you, like, you know, don't lock that. Now, in his defense, he's not telling you. He's, like I said, he's fucking thinking out loud. Like, have a meeting with your, with your scientists. Be like, hey, listen, I was thinking if we took, like, Lysol and we did, like... They would be like, oh, Mr. Trump, no, that's yeah. not a... That's you, a terrible did you see Dr. idea. Burks? I don't know if you saw the video, but there was Dr. Burks was they had Dude, they, she was shaking. Did a split, she was split camera. Holding on to her chair and she I felt like she was just you could see her vibrating. She like had, she didn't know She had vagina shrinkage. She was fucking trapped. <laughs> she was like a she looked like a trapped human. She was fucking She might as well have been tied to that chair. She was I wish she Fauci, was a hostage. I, I wish Fauci was there. She was an intellectual there's, hostage. There's no, way, not allowed to be there. there's no way that he would not have come up to the mic and been like don't, uh, do not listen to uh, the thing that this guy just said. Wow. Um, wow. What? Uh, okay. Let me walk it back a little bit. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, he, he definitely would have had to. Instead of Burks just sitting there like a jackass. Oh, she was, guy. dude, she was shaking like a jackhammer. She oh. was, she was just like, uh. And she's she was, a brilliant woman. She's like one of she the. She has to you know, be. She has to be. She's, you know, like, a, like crazy eyes, you know, like they're, 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 they're in the right positions, but. At the same time, you know, um, yeah, 
to hold your tongue while this is going on is 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 lunacy. Wow, that's man. all you can say about it. Oh my god! But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, did, hey, did you get your twelve hundred bucks? No, 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 because I, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Oh really? Yeah, because I don't know if the salary, like if I'm under it or over it. I think everybody gets um, it. I don't a know. lot of people got it. I think it's, I didn't get it. But then again, I, I... Oh, do you pay taxes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course I pay taxes. But, but, I, but I'm, you, al- I'm always paying. I'm never getting. And I don't think they have my bank account information. That's what I was just going to say. They don't have your... Uh, you never pay it like uh, like through direct deposit or no. vice versa. You never give them the bank account to I'm take always it. sending in checks and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting it, but you're not going to get it I'm for like another... For a little while, yeah. Couple of months, mm. you know. Yeah, I feel bad for those people. You Not your, you. You got yours? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it teleported right into our account. Yeah, so that's last. Yeah, we got one for each of us, and then we got uh, another five hundred bucks for the baby. So okay. it was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, so it's like a month's some incentive. Rent. Yeah, not too bad. Um, that's leading that me down. You with the, nothing else. No, no, nothing really. I mean, it's it's nice that it's it's there, but at the same time, it's like, well, we're working. You know what I mean? Like we actually, the two of us both get to have our jobs. Mm-hmm. But there's people out there that, um, they, you know, they're, they're, it's a 26%. Last time I, I, I checked the news over the news outlets that I follow, uh, it was a 26% unemployment rate, which is mm-hmm. ridiculously high. Yeah. You know, that's like the yeah, highest just, in a long time. I think 30% was, was the Great Depression or, or maybe maybe. Yeah, and I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure we're heading there. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. There. There's a lot of people that just don't have jobs that are never going to get those jobs back, you know? Yeah, I mean... Uh, and and nobody nobody was prepared for this. It's not like you were stocking away well, a little bit I mean, of money. I mean, somebody was prepared. Know. His name was Andrew Yang, and he Stop. was trying to warn everybody, like Paul Revere. Stop. And now we've we've pushed automation now with this coronavirus about ten years into the future. So we're ten years ahead of where we we he thought we were going to be, and uh, and we need a UBI, and that's what I'm getting at with this whole thing, because you're twelve hundred bucks a month that came like you know you and I are, are mm-hmm. fortunate. You know, but there's a lot of people that are going to need something to get them over the hump, and it's not yeah. going to be another another twelve hundred bucks. Well, you know? I, I I I said this to you a couple of weeks back, right? My biggest concern is is that eventually, if this does not get better at some point, you're going to have eventually millions of people fucking rioting in the streets. Yeah, because yeah, that's not far fetched. You know, people get upset when they do not have even. An option to find a job. Yeah, you're going to see a rise in crime, you know? 100%. Because my wife was really angry because um, she was like, can you believe this piece of shit? And my wife never reads the news. Lately, she's reading the news. as That's, I guess, one positive thing, uh, if, if there's any, from, from the coronavirus. But um, she's reading news. And watching CNN, like these are things that she would have never done. CNN, that the Sesame Street thing. Yeah, she watched it. Oh, okay, that. Yeah, (laughs) you know, you you put in, (laughs) you put Grover in there, and you can you can get her. She can tolerate. She can get her on board. Yeah, Uh, Abby Cadabby will get her, get her to watch. Yeah, but um, but yeah, there was a guy that robbed uh, a a convenience store, I believe, Mm -hmm. with the mask and the gloves and everything. You know, came in with the mask and the gloves, and then he ended up you know, robbing the place. And she was like, yeah. what a low life piece of shit. And, uh, you know, before this podcast, I probably would have been like, yeah, fuck that guy. I hope he gets caught. And, and but anyways, um, no, but there's now gonna be more and more, there's, there's going to be more because there's a level of desperation. When you're talking about uh, an employment rate that that's, that that's that high, 
You know what I mean? You're, you're I'm not even sure the middle the middle class out here, especially in a place like Long they're Island, not gonna understand. They, they're not going to even understand like what's going on in New York City in the five boroughs. No, you know, I had a friend of mine who they don't even go to po- who posted something on Facebook. There, she was she took a picture uh, a video of a line that stretched for twenty blocks, twenty blocks leading up to a church, where the church was giving out food. Wow! Right, but as you could, but you could, you could you try to envision driving down an avenue for twenty blocks and just seeing people, and they were keeping social distance, but still, it was a lot of people twenty that blocks, to get some bro. Food, yeah. Like you're yeah. not exaggerating. Like no, we, it's, even, not, it's not even an exaggeration. Wow. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Wow, and which is right, right around the corner. Like you know what right. I mean? It's like it's. You're right. They don't understand over no. here. No. I mean, and, and and this is only how many weeks in? We're five weeks in. What's going to happen when we're when we're closer to May fifteenth or May thirtieth, and things haven't changed, which they're not because it's not like all of a sudden this is going to be a V shaped recovery and everyone's going to go back to no, their jobs. No, I mean they're trying to open up things. I agree with Uncle Tony that um that Trump's going to open up places, uh, the swing state places. Um, there are areas of the country that everybody's so spread apart and there's just, there, you know, there's not too many incidences yeah. of, uh, of coronavirus, but, um, you know, and they're going to try to open that, all that up first. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I actually, I'm in agreement with that. I think that's a good idea, mm-hmm. but I, I do think that, that, yeah, he's already like, trying I'll put to push. It this way. Everybody out here is concerned about that. They have enough toilet paper to wipe their ass. Right. Yeah. And there's people. By the way, Target. There's people in low-income neighborhoods that are just trying to figure out how they're going to have how to food. eat. Yeah, that's so crazy. I, so I just think that that that's that. Unfortunately, it's going to get a lot worse. It, yeah, because it's just there doesn't seem to be like a clear end in sight. Mm. You know, I mean, there's you know they're talking about 2021 now. You know, before it was like oh maybe in May. You know, now it's like yeah. fuck no, no way in May. No, I'm talking like Watts riots. Like you, like the shit is gonna hit the fan at some yeah. point. Like if those people think that they're badasses out in Michigan stopping traffic and stuff, like you ain't seen shit yet until you got poor people losing their fucking minds because they don't have food. Yeah, that, that's just ignorance. Like, like the ignorance people are, are uh, you know, they wait till wait till like the, yeah, like you said, wait till the poor people get pissed off. That's what I'm talking about. Like. <laughs> It's gonna hit the Dude, fan. twenty blocks. That's yeah, crazy, it was tw- man. I, I couldn't. If you had, if I hadn't seen it in the video, my own eyes, you know, it's something you wouldn't even imagine. That's seeing. crazy. But like at it, a food it, bank. It looked like a bread line <gasps> from the from the Great Depression. Wow. You know? That is. This is unprecedented times. I, I mean, I asked my parents. I was like, "Have you guys? You guys have lived longer than me. Have you ever seen anything like this?" And they're like, "No, no, we yeah. have not." I called up a, a realtor. <laughs> he's he's an, he's a friend of mine. But he's he's older, but he's not that much older. Like he's in his late sixties. And I called him up. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I said, "Nothing much. You know, I just wanted to know, like, what's your opinion?" You know, and he's like, "On, on the COVID situation." And he starts, starts talking to me. But I'm like, "No, but I mean, based on your experience with the 1918 pandemic, how that how did that happen back then?" <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, "Well, when the Spanish flu got really crazy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's so sad that it's called the Spanish flu, you know, Bill, because it wasn't even from Spain. Really? Yeah. I, I, I Bill Maher said all these pandemics come from no. the regions that they're named. And this after. is another thing that people don't know. Do you know that, that that they're pretty confident right now that COVID in New York actually came from Europe? It came from Italy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuomo said that the other day in a press yeah. conference. He he, was, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that too because that's <laughs> yeah. that was really funny with uh, him and McConnell, who is uh, I will hold 
that uh, position that he is. And it's funny because I was talking to my parents today and they agree. They're like, oh, that man's just evil. Like, you know, who we were talking about Trump might be evil. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I don't think he's evil. I think he's just really stupid and narcissistic. I don't think he has teeth. Uh, yeah. And I, a lower I, jaw. Well, I know that he's got a, a, like a wicked turkey neck. <laughs> but that's, he, he really does. I guess that's where all the evil is stored because he's <laughs> just, that guy's, what a scumbag. Oh, he's a piece of shit. We'll talk about him later. But yeah, 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 yeah. But what about the NFL draft, Bill? You happy with your pick? You're a big Jets fan? Yeah, I like it. Um, I Yeah, the Giants, man. Oof. Like, I thought that they screwed up. The Giants screwed up. They, they took screwed Andrew up Thomas because a lot of people were okay with it because apparently he's very talented. But um, but he was the number four tackle on the board. Like you know what I mean? Like we took the number two be only because the number one wasn't available. He got picked right before we did by the Browns. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Giants had the number four pick like a million picks before all that happened, and they took the number four tackle. I thought that was weird. Because usually you take the number one because he has the lowest chance of actually being shitty. I mean, I think he had a, a, sus, a suspect combine, too, didn't he? He, he didn't bench press. You were press. telling me. I wasn't sure about this. Yeah, uh, I forgot the numbers, but I think he like bench pressed like maybe 21 times or something like that. Whereas like the average is like 40 or something like that? Yeah, well, like 40 to 50 wow. is considered the range. Some people do 38, but this guy did 21, which means you're like Eric wow. Flowers part two. Like you're the laziest. Can you imagine? Pick, you know, and that's that's their top, that's their first round pick. You yeah. know, and that's then they got uh, Leonard Williams from us, and uh, mm. and they re-signed him for like fifteen million, which which even we weren't going to do that. Like that's why we were like, yeah, no, you take him. Right. And I liked him. I remember when he got drafted because they were like, yeah, pound for pound, he's the best player in the draft. But he was wasn't. <laughs> he, he yeah, because it's tough. You know. These guys, I mean, especially now with the COVID-19, you, you, you didn't have, all you had was film. So you couldn't like physically watch these guys like in person or, or you, you know, you met them in Skype meetings and Zoom meetings and, you know, you had to go on that. You yeah. know, it's weird. Weird. It, so you figured you'd be extra thorough. You'd be extra like, you know, like, all right, this 21 times that's pretty bad man yeah no it's pretty awful but i like your guys pick i think uh makai beckton there's uh yeah me too i'm I'm actually very happy i was um i would have liked the flashy pick like the uh like jerry judy who went to the broncos which is um that's gonna be really good for them yeah but uh but i'm happy i'm happy with that they went with the tackle it's more conservative it's not a sexy pick but it's it's the right pick that was the right pick to me yeah it was definitely weird to see the draft the way it unfolded. Uh, it was weird. I like uh, one thing that I did like was um, the commish, uh, uh, Roger Goodell. He's a motherfucker. Also, that cocksucker can't speak. He's just like Trump. How do these guys get in these positions and they can't even speak properly? It's so fucking weird. I don't know. They have something on somebody, and they're really, really rich. You really know when rich. when you and and I like that that you know Trump's like barred from that whole little boys club. You know yeah, they don't uh, want him. They don't want him. No. He's a scumbag. Hey, because he's a fake fucking. They're I say this. Scumbag. I say this all the time. He's a fake millionaire, but billionaire, whatever he is, he's fake. He's completely. Why wouldn't you show your tax returns like that? He's that like whole Kanye thing. West, bro. They're two. They're two birds. With and they same. love each other. Kanye West wears the MAGA hat and he runs around. He's like, yeah, Trump. But like he says, he's worth like three point five billion, and like I think it was Forbes put him at like one point two billion, and I'm still like. How the fuck is Kanye West a billionaire? Yeah, like, and he got it wrong by like a couple billion. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, he, he. It's a lot of money, Kanye. 
I just don't, I don't see how that's possible. I just don't see how it's possible, but I guess it maybe is. But I was happy that Minnesota got Justin Jefferson. Double J, baby. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was actually a really good pickup yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, you're, you still got the uh, Redskins quarterback. Who's that guy? I forgot his name. Anyways. Wait, uh, you're talking about the Vikings quarterback? The Vikings, yeah. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know who the yeah, I thought you were uh, talking about we drafted whoa, a quarterback. What do you think of that guy? What do you think of I don't Kirk like Cousins? Kirk Cousins. I don't like Kirk Cousins at all. And he actually had a good year and stuff, but I haven't seen a game yet. But he yet. didn't in the beginning. He he like he, he, built up to it. He, yeah, he, you know, I'm, I'm, he had a lot of criticism. I feel bad for him. I just feel like he he never plays big in a big game, and I never feel like no, he but ever, the stats like I kind of support that. And I never see him take over a game. Like I never seen a game where I'm like, he that guy is the reason why they're winning right now. No, or why they're he's gonna win. The he's game. like an over glorified game manager. It seems like yeah. I mean, he passes for a lot of yards, and he's always got good stats. Yeah, because but, he lights up all the shit teams. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, no, neither were the Redskins. So, no, yeah. I'm, I, and he's nowhere worth the money, but whatever. Ah, you know, that's what they go for. It's $30 million now for a quarterback if you want a competent quarterback, and it goes up every year. So Yeah, you know. I'm not going to say he's like the worst. No, I'm just, he's not. I'm just not enamored with him. No, why would you be? But... To me, that's the Vikings. The Vikings always kind of, they always, they're always good. They're never great. They're always good. Well, the one year that we were great was 1998. Yeah, listen, if you was... were great, you would have won. All right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For people who don't know, like, you're actually a Vikings fan. How the hell did that happen? That's because I watched too much TV as a child, and on ESPN, they used to have ESPN Classics. Those were great. And they would show all these games from the 1970s. Purple People Eaters, Fran Tarkenton. The like, Purple I People Eater. A lot. And I used, to, I used to root for the Bills a little bit as a kid. Um, <laughs> but but um, when Warren Moon went to Minnesota. Oh, shit. I think they were um, playing that. Warren Moon was like my favorite quarterback in the league, period, when he was with the Oilers. Yeah, he was dope. Um, but I wasn't an Oilers fan, but, I, li- but I, liked, I liked him. And uh, so when he went to Minnesota, it was like, boom, that's it. And I think I was like 15 or 16 at the time. I was like, that's my team. And that was it. I was a big Detroit Lions fan for most of my life uh, in high oh, school. Yeah, Sanders? Barry Sanders. Love Barry Sanders. Mm. I loved Barry Sanders. I had a Barry Sanders jersey that I notoriously wore in high school. It was like real. You know, it's uh, it yeah. authentic. Yeah, it was hardcore authentic. It was really nice. It was uh, I, if I could find it, I think I gave it to like an ex-girlfriend and she never gave it back. Oh, that was stupid. What'd you do that uh, you for, know, Bill? I love, you but, know. He's <laughs> you stupid. You're so stupid. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was really you stupid. You lost that awesome jersey to Oh, it was so awesome. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> and then she, uh, I don't think she treated it good. She probably still has it somewhere. It was dope. I mean, she wore it. She looked good in it. She's a cute little. She's probably using it right now for toilet paper. If she ran out. She, yeah, no, she. <laughs> <laughs> she cut it up into rags. Listen, we 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 ended on good terms. So, oh, did you? Uh, I, I I would like to think so. I mean, she might listen to this and be like, "Fuck him! Where's that jersey? I'm gonna burn it." <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I like to think things went well there. Detroit was pretty good too. I used to like to watch them. Um, they were good. They were just like Minnesota's now. They always had a half-ass quarterback. Like they never had like a dope quarterback. No, the quarterback. They tried. Yeah, the quarterback was for shit. They tried. Um, uh, Scott Scott Mitchell was their big acquisition from the Dolphins. Who you had, guys uh, had a great receiver too. I'm trying to remember oh, yeah. his name right oh, now. Oh, Brett Perriman, Herman um, Moore. Herman Moore. That's oh yeah, that that was the the incredible yeah. tandem. They had yeah. the um, they led the league in in offense. Um, 
Like they actually they led the the league like the history books in offense. It was broken by the Rams, I believe. Yeah. Uh the the Super Bowl Rams. The Vikings yeah. used to fuck up Sanders though, bad. They well, would, they, they, they had a good rush. They, they had they, a, a good front line. They would fuck him up. Like, I used to love it because, you know, Sanders would sometimes run backwards. Yes, that's what he was known for, and he ran guys yeah. into each so other. So he oh, would actually cool. have games against the Vikings where he was, like, a negative 11 yards for the game. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> you got you to gotta balance out the stats. <laughs> that always cracked me up. That always fucking cracked me up. I was upset that he was never a 2,000-yard rusher. Now, I always that's thought pretty, he was going to do that. That's pretty shocking, yeah. It is pretty shocking, but I mean, he ran for more, uh, I, I believe he ran like uh, for 1,500 yards for like more years in a row than any other running back, I think. Oh. I mean, to me, he was the best that ever played How'd at that position. How did you feel about him retiring early? I hated it at the time, mm-hmm. but then um, years later, I came to terms with it and I really uh, appreciated it because, you know, I saw this documentary with Ricky Williams. You remember oh, him? Yeah, of course. Pot smoking. Yeah, pot smoking Ricky Williams. He was like um, like a, a pot doctor, like years later. Right. You know, uh, I, th- I think he still is. He is. Um, you know, and he literally said, I played in the NFL from the money. I did not give a shit about the league. I didn't give a shit about these coaches. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And he was awesome. You know, he was really good. He was extremely talented. And, you know, he was talking about how people got mad at him for retiring early. He's like, well... When, when do you want me to retire? When, when I can't walk anymore? When when I when I can't uh, when I can't see straight? When I wake up in the morning? Yeah. He's like, when 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 am I supposed to retire? Like he was mad, and he was right. You know, I'm so, a little conflicted with the NFL, honestly, because as a whole. What do you mean with the concussions? Right. No, I just feel like in many ways. Tell the truth. I'll tell you the truth. I think it's. I think it's. I think That's it, a Will Smith movie. It, it's super entertaining, but I I think that it's a racist fucking. The sport's entire racist like endeavor. Matter of fact, I think it's nothing more than like just slavery on a modern scale. Really? Yeah, because like explain the, the non guaranteed contracts, the fact that these guys can get hurt and then they're just fucked and they got asked out. All they had was their signing bonus in the beginning, and you know a lot of them just millions upon millions. And a lot of and, you know up until recently, I think that a lot of the older players and stuff. Are not even covered under health no, insurance policy. They're not. Policies they're not. They, had, they had a fight for whatever little they have. Right. And so all of the general managers, all, not all of them, but a lot of the general managers, all the fucking owners, they're all white. They're all white yeah. and all the players are black. Not all of them, but like 90% of the players are black. So Probably. Like, so you have, except for the quarterbacks, right? And, and so, like. And the black quarterbacks get a lot of shit. There's a reason why Moore and Moon wasn't uh, given a shot right off the bat in the NFL because it is. I believe and I've heard that there was a lot of racism surrounding quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, There was always the rumor. And even my cousin said this to me one day about uh, Michael Vick. He's like, well, here's the problem. The black man, the black quarterback can't actually read the defense as well. Mm. You know, so he's very athletic and he can he can outrun and he can he can. But he just just can't read the defenses like the white quarterback. But I, I do think that there is an aspect to that. And I also think that that's why Colin Kaepernick got the shit that he got. Like, to that extent, for doing what he did. Because he consulted with a veteran of the military as to how to respectfully um, protest during the national yes. anthem. Yeah. To go to a knee. And... Everyone went apeshit on this guy. And well, they're still going apeshit. And the Trumpers guy. went apeshit. Yeah. But that I mean, was a very divisive issue because you had people on both sides that were very upset. Like, I love Bill Hicks. He's one of the greatest comedians ever to me. And 
his big thing was um, when he grew up at a time where people were burning the flag as a as a sign of uh, of of, um, of protest, right? Which is protected you know? speech on the Texas vs. Johnson, yeah. and people were like livid. He's like, "Oh my God, they're burning the flag!" He's like. My daddy died for that flag. You know, he fought in the war and died for that flag. He's like, he didn't die for the flag. He died for what the flag represents, which is the freedom to burn the fucking flag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. And that's, that to me sums it up. It's protected speech. That's what sums it up to me. And it's freedom of speech. And I mean, you could disagree with the guy, but the the way that he He was still has the right to protest. He has the right to protest. Now, the argument, of course, goes, well, he's working, right? And mm-hmm. so then you get into a whole, you know, private, public, um, you know, employment matter situation where your employer can dictate as to. That's know, true. I, and that, that is a good point because so there that is, is a point. There is a point to that. I mean, he was an employee. So so as an employee, he's a he's bound to the rules of the company that he works for. So they right. were allowed to blackball him and they were allowed to, you know, take the actions that they took. That doesn't make it cool. Right. But it's very really, uncool. But it still goes back to the whole premise that I think he still has the right to do that. I think there's a lot of racism with the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, unfortunately, and I, and you know, I'm going to I know my wife be, and I were very divided on there's that. There's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to say, oh, you fucking say race about everything. Fucking this bullshit. And I'm like, eh, I don't in this particular case, I don't think so. Yeah, that's why I thought it was such a cool. I thought it was cool. Like, not that he did that. Not that I thought the whole thing was cool because it, it brought a really. Because uh, that's what I like about this podcast. It's it's bringing a good conversation into the limelight, and, and people don't want to hear these things, and people don't want to. Yeah, it's controversial. Yeah, it's controversial. But I think we need to to in order to advance our society, we need to face these things head on and really, mm-hmm. really talk about it. Like you know what well, I mean? Because like, I think I, I'm I'm a little bit. Suspect anytime there's somebody who puts themselves out there for a cause, whatever it is, whether it's the NFL or if it's just somebody else, and then that person gets chastised or gets fucking completely obliterated, right, at the, at the workplace, they lose their job, whatever the case is, they're sacrificing because of their belief in this cause, right? So right there, I'm going to take a little bit more of, of, a, of a perspective of why is that guy doing that? Because it's actually hurting his pocket, right, to do that. He's taking a chance. He may not have gotten awarded that money from the NFL that he won. He might have gotten absolutely nothing and asked out, but he still was steadfast in his beliefs. You know, you know, in Puerto Rican history, there's a guy named Pedro Aviso Campos who was a big independent. Oh, say that again. <laughs> Pedro Aviso Campos, right? Nice. And so Pedro was was an attorney who graduated from Harvard Law School, was number one in his class. He spoke six foreign languages, including ancient Greek. He was a fucking genius, right? He had an engineering degree from University of Vermont. And he graduated Harvard first in his class, but wasn't allowed to give the valedictorian speech because the professors got together and conspired against him because they didn't want a Puerto Rican to give the first speech at Harvard's law school graduation, right? So what does he do? Even though that happened to him, he was still number one in Harvard, which meant that he could have gotten any corporate law job that he wanted in New York City making a ton of money, or he could have clerked for the Supreme Court. Instead, he went to Puerto Rico, opened up a one-man law firm to represent poor people, predominantly sugarcane workers, and help them unionize to try to get better pay rates, right? And so as part of that unionization effort, he won a strike to get them better pay on the island. As soon as he did that, he became public enemy number one, 
right? And all the big business and U.S. sugarcane corporations and stuff hated him. Even right? Domino. And so when he <laughs> when he got involved in the Nationalist Party advocating for Puerto Rico's independence, he became a terrorist. Holy quote unquote, shit! Quote unquote terrorist. What? Yeah, and then was accused of plotting against the U.S. government. Are you kidding? And becoming a a, a, a war criminal, and they actually put him in jail for most of his life. Right? Jesus. And so here's this guy who, like, no one stops and say, why would a guy who could have taken all of this money, gotten all this prestigious jobs in the Supreme Court, done all this other stuff, give all that up to help poor people, and now all of a sudden he's an asshole? And so it's the same thing. Like, I kind of think that if people are sacrificing a lot mm. against their own pecuniary benefit, their own pocket, yeah, that maybe there's something behind that that's valid. Well, here's the thing with Colin Kaepernick that really sucks. Um, he walked everything back because he was losing money. And he's like, all right, fine. You know, I'll, I'll stand for the national anthem. I'll, you know, whatever. I just, I need a job. Like, you know, and, and it, it took like a year and a half, but he did. He walked it back. Yeah. And, uh, I, I feel with Colin Kaepernick, I feel like he kind of tripped over this whole mm -hmm. situation. Like, cause, and, you know, I'm not some sort of uh, intelligence assessment human being. I, I, I don't have the credentials, but he didn't seem like the brightest guy to me. No. You know, I, I feel like he was uh, he caught up. Well. No, nah, he was caught up in, uh, in, in his in his in like a moment mm -hmm. and he rode the wave and it kind of knocked him on his ass. You know what I mean? Well, plus he had also won the money from the NFL, right? Well, that was after the fact. Right, after the fact. That, that was after saying. the fact. So, so, so he kind of got lucky there because he did. He Because it was such a, a hot-button topic, I think he got a lot of sympathy from, from parties that he probably never expected. I mean, he got that Nike yes. deal, too. To me, that was like a gimme. Like, that was just Nike being like, oh, shit, like, if we support this guy... The black community will like us even more, and they'll buy more than just our Jordans. Right. Well, especially when they're competing against Adidas, and Adidas yeah. is, is... Yeah. Like, is, that's, is just, that's more corporatism. But at the same time, like, good for fucking Colin Kaepernick. Like, you know, it kind of worked in his favor. But, man, what a, what a hot fucking topic that whole thing was. Oh, I people. couldn't believe America went so crazy over that. Big time. And, I mean, people, if you would bring up his name... There's certain friends of ours that, oh, yeah? that literally want to go below us. Fuck that guy, man. Yeah. That guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. You're an asshole for even talking about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. No, yeah. no. Big time. Big I know. Time. I'm not even going to mention names. but <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to mention names. <laughs> I'll avoid names. Yeah. But yeah, there's, I've had it happen. <laughs> I've had it happen. So, I know. Anyway, yeah. So I think we made out good in the draft. You guys made out good in the draft. I think the Giants got <laughs> fucked in the draft, <laughs> and uh, they uh, they did good on the safety. I think they got a really good safety in the second the round. So did you hear about Kim Jong Un? The, no, the leader I of North Korea. Hate this guy. Okay, so that fat pudgy bastard apparently underwent some sort of surgery with, right? the, with the with the lesbian haircut. And U.S. intelligence, have, you know, came out and said that you know we think that something's going on because he hasn't been around for you know he hasn't been seen in the past two months, and we think that there uh, he went under a surgery, and we're not sure if he's having some side effects from the surgery, right? And then this big mystery going on, and they announced this, and it comes out through the news, and all I'm thinking. Is that you fuckers just put this through the news. And now King Jong-un, that fat bastard, is going to feed and all of his people to dogs. Oh, yeah. Because oh, he, no, that he's guy's gonna a hardcore purge. dictator. 
So you guys somehow were able to get intelligence out of North Korea, which is really difficult to do, right? Extremely. <laughs> From what I hear. And you just served up your fucking guy or girl, whoever the person is that gave the you know the information. You know, you served them up as Alpo to a bunch of fucking dogs that haven't eaten in like a month. That's the thing, right? He does that. He serves people to dogs. Yeah, he served his uncle up to dogs. That that was that was him. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. Oh wow, That's alive, crazy. He got eaten alive by dogs. Now, how do you know that? That's what intelligence came forward. With. Really? Yeah. Because I I heard I heard that's the same good, story. It's a good fucking deterrent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of like you know. Hell of a oh, deterrent. Like if you got shot in the head, okay. Well, I got deterrent. shot in the head. I didn't know what happened. But if you're sitting there alive and you're fucking ignored at, like Jesus, that's I couldn't think of a worse death. At least Carol Baskin killed her husband <laughs> before she fed him to the tigers. You're obsessed with that girl. No, I, I just. I, I'm obsessed with that whole situation. It was really <laughs> my dad officially hates that show. Yeah, it's and I'm very actually hateable. surprised that he watched three episodes. Because yeah, three episodes is pretty far. Yeah, like he, he it's you know what it is. It's very draggy. It's very draggy. If he's searching, I, there's a lot of stuff he can watch. Well, I think I mean, he was searching to see like what's the big thing about this, and it took episode three for him to be like, "Fucking, this is oh, too much." You asked me about my Netflix. Uh-huh. I haven't been watching on Netflix on Hulu. And I really want to get the word out on this, okay. America. Future Man. Future Man. Future Man is fantastic. It's my absolute favorite show. It's got three seasons. I watched season one. I didn't finish it because I was like, I don't want it to end. This is what I do. When I watch shows and I really like the shows, I don't finish them on purpose because I want to wait for the next season because I don't want to run out of show. Right. You know? So um, what's Future Man about? What the hell right, is that? So it's, re- <laughs> it's a comedy. It's funny. So um, it's about a guy who um, who plays video games, and he plays one video game called Biotic Wars. And uh, the whole premise of the video you game like is it because he's playing video games. No, 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 no. The video game is super hard, so nobody plays it. So he goes to GameStop, and they make fun of him, and they're like, "Why don't you play this game? Nobody, this is like impossible is to he be." A, he's like, he's oh, a dorky, no. dorky guy, and he likes. Uh, it's it's uh, Josh Hutcherson actually plays Future Man, hmm. or Josh Futterman. And uh, it's produced by Seth Rogen, the show. It's got a ton of celebrities So he plays in it. video games. He doesn't have any superpowers or anything like that. Well, so he plays this video game, Biotic Wars, and he finishes it. And he's the only human to ever, like, finish the game. So all of a sudden, like, people show up, like, through a portal into his room while he's in the middle of masturbating. And... <laughs> <laughs> First off, Bill, this sounds like the worst fucking show I've ever heard. It's of my life. kind of show, I'm telling you. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, masturbation so these people come through, well, because he's masturbating Tiger. She's like the hot girl on the video game. And uh, and they come through the portal and he fucking hits the guy with the jizz. <laughs> <laughs> he gave the guy a pirate's eye in the fucking video game? Shut up. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God, it's such a funny show. So they, so basically the video game was a recruiting tool for the- uh, gave a virtual pirate's eye. Yeah, no, he didn't get him in the eye, but he definitely he, he got it on he his got jacket. On. He got yeah. Wow, it's a great show. So, uh, so they're basically recruiting. I think the women are gonna really love this show. They're gonna be yeah, like, well, you oh, know, Bill, it sounds like no. Tiger's the woman on the show. She's hilarious. I'm telling you, the the actors and actresses on the show, they're, they're the two people from the future steal the whole show. They're so funny. They're they're worth watching the show. It's a great show. It's so funny. Like it's my kind of stuff. So if you hate the show, if you think this is the worst show you've ever seen, then never, ever, ever listen to any recommendations that I make. But I'm telling you, <laughs> Future Man, 
One of See, my favorite shows. Like, when you say Future Man, that it's like a, a you know like a twenty first century like you know. Oh no, it's a, a spoof. Twenty twenty like bio- it's a spoof on everything. Man. Remember the Bionic Man? No, they spoof everything. They spoof that. They okay. spoof everything. Okay. It's a it's a Seth Rogen. It's like you know if you right. like uh, uh the, well, the Seth this Rogen is the always end. tends to have like either masturbation or something like. Yes, that. exactly. Uh, there's a lot of dick jokes. It's yeah. really really funny. Uh, the guy who plays Wolf, who's the dude that gets jizzed on, uh, very funny man. The guy is guy is a fucking talent, man. <laughs> so the guy got jizzed on. What did he do? Did he get pissed off? Oh, he, he was really pissed. Well, he was really so. pissed. Fuck. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't want to give things away, but at some point they they teleport from different timelines and their body parts switch, and he ends up with the other guy's <laughs> dick. Oh my god. <laughs> what they switch dicks? <laughs> you gotta watch it. Oh my god. Future man, I'm telling you, I'm giving my Hulu code. Dicks. That's crazy. <laughs> And wow. the other guy had a big old dick, so he was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and these are just some of the the the, the hijinks that ensue. Uh, oh, I'm such a fan. Hilarious. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Future man, I'm telling you, I'm gonna give you my code. You can go watch it. It actually really sounds funny. No, it's yeah. very very funny. So it's, it's on a very Hulu, funny show. but that must really come from something else. Right? No, it's, it's, not, a Hulu it's a Hulu original. Oh, Hulu has original. It's shows. a Hulu original. Oh, Hulu has know. their own original shows. They actually have a lot of award winning shows. Uh, they have shows that you'll probably like. You like more drama. They have Bosch, uh, which is not about uh, what's his name's doctor, <laughs> which I thought it was the whole time. Uh, was Derek Jeter? Uh, okay. who, you know, what I'm talking about the the doctor that uh, that fed him all the. Um, I don't know if it was Derek Jeter. Who who did he feed all the? Um, a Rod. A Rod. It was A Rod. Yeah, I get them confused. I, I you know me. I don't. Oh, the the steroids stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he PEDs. was the guy. The, the whole okay. time, because while that was happening, the, you know, Hulu's like, Bosch, watch Bosch. And it's like a cop show, I think, with a, uh, you know, Detective Bosch. But I, the whole time I'm like, why? Do we, I don't want to watch a documentary <laughs> on the steroid fucking doctor guy. And I'm pretty sure everybody like, probably thought the same thing. I don't want to watch that. I just want to watch guys switching dates. <laughs> Dude, Future <laughs> Man. A, it's that excellent. That's going to win awards. Yeah. Three seasons, man. Future Man. Right. I, I can't recommend it hard enough. <laughs> Pun. <laughs> it's not a flaccid show. Oh, yeah. You got a pun. Oh, that's great. That's fucking great. <laughs> Everybody's going to go look for that show. Yeah, I hope they do, man. Uh, if you have Hulu, and uh, you know, if you're a good friend of mine, I'll, I'll give you the password just to fucking just to watch it. It's, it's <laughs> worth it. Josh Hutcherson is in it. Uh, it's a it's a star studded cast. I mean, Seth Rogen even makes an appearance in season three. Mm. Excellent show. I cannot recommend it enough. Okay. All right. Well, something else to watch then. Yep. 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 All American and dick switching. <laughs> Future man. Future man. <laughs> So you think your brother-in-law is up, or you don't think so? No, fuck that guy. Is uh, we'll, we'll catch him on the uh, on the other side. He was uh, we we called him before for the people who don't know, and he was like, oh, uh, you think he faked that? You think he was faking? Something? No, 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 no. I I had a feeling. Who the fuck goes to sleep at ten thirty? I know, Saturday but that's night. why he's successful, man. During he's, COVID, um, he he works hard. Yeah, but what the fuck is he working hard at right now? I There's don't going know. On. He does what you do, and you're you know struggling, and I, I imagine he's struggling with these closings. It's not because you're. Cause you're actually very good at your job. Uh, if you need any kind of, um, I'm really upset about the college situation. <laughs> I'm 
more than more than the real estate. Oh, situation. that sucks, man. That that yeah. actually, I feel real bad. Yeah, about so that. it looks like the university system is going to cut twenty five percent at least per each department, which means that me as an adjunct is probably going to get cut. Now, what does adjunct mean? Does that mean that you're you're not a volunteer, but but you're no, like no, we get paid, but uh, we're basically like um, I don't know how to really expendable. Uh, <laughs> well, we're not we're not full time associates of the department, so we're not associate professors. We're just we're professors, but we're adjunct professors. So we're like independent contractors that get hired to to do courses. Interesting. Um. So yeah, it's it's totally different. We actually have our own union and everything. Oh um, yeah, you guys have your own union. Yeah, there's an adjunct union. So, um, so be, but but we're the first ones to get cut when there's budget cuts and things like that. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So it depends on the situation. Sometimes we're the we're the beneficiaries of there being budget cuts because they want to pay. Well, they, yeah, they'll pay you, right? And then they'll cut up like real up, salaries rather than opening up a full time line, right? Got it. Got but got when it. certain departments have already full time line people there and they can't get rid of them, then they're going to cut the adjuncts where they can. Yep, 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 yep. That's wild because you guys get paid vastly less. So yeah. I'm thinking you guys would win every time. Yeah, we get paid shit. I tell yeah. my students all the time, just so you know, I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this because <laughs> I'm trying to warp your fucking minds because you guys need it. Yeah, they do. But, um, they do this generation. But yeah, shows so like that, I mean, Man. If, if there are no courses available in the fall, <coughs> that's going to suck. Yeah, but I, I it'll enjoy. come back. It'll, you know, you just... Got to keep yourself in the loop, and you got a uh, you got a I lot guess of with all the unemployment and stuff. You know, the, a lot of students that work and go to school, they're paying for their own school, so they can't afford the tuition. They're not gonna they're gonna take off a semester, so I'm assuming they're gonna uh, anticipate that. That's en- true. Enrollment. You're right be, about that. Enrollment's gonna be down. Yeah, that's gonna be across the board. Plus, with this whole situation, we're not even sure whether we'd be doing online instruction again or whether we'd actually be in the classroom. Uh, yeah, I meant to make that point when I was talking about the UBI, which mm-hmm. is, um, you know, the fact that we've sped up automation by 10 years, according to Andrew Yang, um, to the point where we're in a capitalist society. So there's no way that once these companies realize that, hey, we can operate on the same scale and still pay people from home and, and, and not even have to rehire all these people that we let go, like, you know, that, that's going to change the whole, like, working landscape. It's going to change a lot of dynamics because I'm also sure that those corporations are going to say to themselves, well, we could also reduce the fucking salaries. Correct. Right? Because yeah. the people are not commuting. Yep. So for those folks that used to take the Long Island Railroad into Manhattan. that are Or we don't have to give out the raises. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like we, we could, because they could do it. Like the other way, they could scale down all the raises going forward instead of getting a 5% raise that I would normally get. Now I'm going to get a 2% or a or a 1%. I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. It's a game changer. It's a fucking game changer. It's sad. It sucks. Yeah, it is sad. It sucks. I still don't even understand. First off, like I applied for one of the SBA loans just to see what would happen. Okay. Um, and Which of course, I got, have no I money. Got, I got nothing. And um, yeah, the, you're a person that needs it, and you can't get it because no. Shake Shack and the fucking Chris well, Ruth. The Ruth's one that really Chris. bugged the fuck out of me is how the hell did Harvard get the money that they got? Oh, Harvard's now a they, monster. Harvard has to give it back, but their fucking endowment is like in the billions. It's in the billions. Yeah. They have one of the I biggest, read about this. They have the yep. biggest endowment in the entire world. And yet, yeah. And they got money from the federal government. Oh, that's so crazy to me, man. But like all these mom and pop shops, you know, from the cleaners to, you know, anybody else who operating retail, 
They got, they're going to get shit. There's politics involved in that, too, because my uh, my cousin who was on uh, the show a couple of shows ago, the immigration lawyer, she went yep. to Brown and Brown is like the anti Harvard. Mm hmm. So Brown apparently produces all the Democrats and Harvard produces all the Republicans. <laughs> like that's, that's my very narrow understanding of the, of the situation. Like, like, um, there are certain schools like that, like Chicago, um, produces a lot of Democrats. Um, so yeah, it, it, there's certain schools known, known for being more progressive than others. So that's what I'm saying. Where does Harvard fall, uh, from what you know? I mean, I think that they're Republicans, but they tend to be a little more moderate than, let's say, like Yale. Like, I think. Oh, Yale. Okay, so so yeah. See, this is the thing. There is a lot of like yeah. politics in the Ivy League programs. Oh yeah. Like, that my, Yale, I think your Yale average is, person isn't aware of. Yale's your hardcore right wing conservatives. Come, really? Come that's skulls and bones. That's that's. Oh, so skulls and bones is like the secret organization that they all get initiated into when they're and that's that happens in yeah. Yale. Yeah, that's where the CIA comes is out of skulls and bones out of Yale. Wow. Uh, so so skulls and bones is like a conspiracy thing. Yeah. Well, it, it, <clears throat> yeah. But there it, is it, it's a, a fraternity that has put out produced more members of U.S. government. Period. Whether it's presidents, well, people or, don't know this. Or the creation of the Central Intelligence yeah, there, Agency. There have been movies about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of, uh, you know, silly movies. But, um, but yeah, yeah, this is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Yale tends to be more conservative. Fascinating, man. Fascinating. Then, then even more than Harvard. Yeah. Really? Because I was just guessing on Harvard. Only yeah. because I was listening, you know, I watch, a, I, I, watch, I watch and listen to a lot of podcasts with geniuses. Mm -hmm. And... Um, like I love Eric Weinstein because um, he's he's come up with this new theory of of uh, so apparently string theory. I think I talked about this before. String theory is a bunch of nonsense that a bunch of geniuses extrapolated from Einstein's theory, and he always thought it was nonsense. And because he's like a super genius, he's like, oh, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. You're talking about the theory of relativity? Uh, no, the theory oh. of relativity holds up, but okay. it's. It's what they uh, extrapolated from the theory of relativity. They came up with string theory, okay. uh, which is, uh, I so guess. So he's saying string theory doesn't. He's saying string theory is a bunch of nonsense and it needs to be expunged. And he thinks that a lot of people prop it up because they don't want to admit that it sucks and it doesn't work. You and know what, it's I don't even know what extremely layman's. Is. What, what, yeah. What is, what is I, that? You know? no. I have no idea. It's, it's basically like an explanation of, of how the world works. Um, okay. but extrapolated from the theory of relativity. So he came up with, um, I want to, I want to say it's a general unity. I, I, I don't remember exactly what his theory is, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it for until like last week. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like he wasn't allowed to say anything about it. So he came on the Joe Rogan podcast and he was like, oh, I'm allowed to talk about this now. And Joe's like, really? Oh, great. So he starts talking about it and you know, he's losing everybody because he's a fucking genius and he's a, uh, you know, it's basically like a like a way of viewing the world where um, you're you're you know there's multiple perspectives and and the things that we were measuring the the world with we were uh, looking at it from from you know th three perspectives but there's actually like fourteen perspectives and mm -hmm. and you have to count the tools that you use to view the it was super complicated and and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it but oh. apparently that was like a big thing and and Harvard was a big nemesis to him. Okay. You know, uh, and he was from Brown, I believe. And uh, and that's where I learned. I was like, holy shit, these schools fucking fight each other over fucking political theory uh, over over scientific theory. Like, it's insane. 
You know, I had no idea that it was so right. like entrenched. Right. Like in this in this whole conspiracy thing you tell me about skull and bones. Yeah. Speaking of skull and bones, I mean the movie that was really good that talked a little, you know a lot about it was uh, the Good Shepherd, which was with Matt Damon. Robert De Niro. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, Joe Pesci was in it also. I know was, there was a horror movie called Skull and Bones yeah, it basically that like, like, about examines it. like how C- the CIA used to be called the OSS during World War One and World mm-hmm. War Two, and then it sort of transitions into the CIA. But most of the members that were coming in during that time in the early, you know, 1950s were all from Skull and from Bones. From that fraternity. Yeah. That, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like Including I could George never... George Bush Sr. and Jr. Sr. and Jr. Yeah, I know. That's a sort of a... Um, an American, um, the sons take over from the fathers. Um, right, happens in the UK or what's what's the word for that? But that's uh, that's uh, basically it's it's all uh, it's all attached. Like that's why like the Hillary taking over for for Bill was like a uh, a whole thing where it's not really supposed to be that way. The Kennedys uh, and then they were murdered and everybody thinks that's a thing. Now we're getting to some really really we're going deep into the valley of conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but uh, basically it was like both Bushes, uh, William Howard Taft, um, there's, uh, who else was famous that was from there? There's a lot of people in government that you would have never heard of, but Henry Stimson, who was Secretary of War, um, John Kerry. John Kerry was what? Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones. Really? Yeah, but he, he was a Democrat. He's progressive. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> so that just fucking blew that out. Fuck him. Water. I didn't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't trust that guy with his windsurfing. A <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, that windsurfing picture. It's really funny, like uh, the, the the how they catch them in the media in these weird, like, and it's it is it's off putting. Some of these things, like the uh, the AOC guffaw laugh, mm-hmm. where she's got her mouth open and she's laughing like with her mouth wide open. Like my a, friends are always making fun of her, and, and that whole so thing mad. makes me so mad. I like her. They disrespect the hell out of her. Yeah, like I mean, you agree she's scary. With her, if you agree with her, you don't agree with her politically, right? The right is, is petrified of her. But but what they do to her, like the caricatures and stuff that they do with her, the memes, the, the, the disrespect that is shown towards a woman who's a woman of color. Hispanic, yeah. Who has become one of, if not the youngest, if not one of the youngest you know, elected officials to the House of Representatives. Yeah, she's extremely well spoken, just like your boy uh, uh, Dan Crenshaw. And oh god, <laughs> he just fucking brought up Patch. So I, I like fucking was dying to bring him up while Joe was on, but <laughs> yeah. Joe never came on. No, I you just, know what I, I would wanted love? him. If you, if you would bring up white privilege to Joe, I would love to hear this explanation. I wanted to because Maddie Gloom, my favorite moment in the entire last podcast was about the five seconds of time after you asked him about it and you just said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't edit that out. Fucking that great. was excellent. I couldn't edit that out. That, that was, was, I love that. It was like, oh, it's so painful and I got to watch exactly what I'm going to say from this point forward. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, it was fucking And he did, he did a good job, yeah, man. He did a great I, job. Yeah, 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 he did, he him, did, he did, but it was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a thud. <laughs> just... Did you just ask a white guy about white privilege? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I want to ask every white guy about white privilege. <laughs> like now that I'm like, like it's at the forefront of my mind, I want to ask everybody about it. Like you know, because I feel like it's the, it's it's the um, it's the gray area between um, like a rational right wing ideology mm-hmm. and 
what actually happens to to an impoverished uh, uh, or or um, I, I guess a, a, a section of have nots the missing link like it's the missing link it's mm. it's really it really is to me like it really clicked for me yeah I think like you know a lot of people are willing to accept that there are inequities with respect to class right? yeah but when it gets to issues of race it becomes too hot like too yeah. stifling uh, well it's hard I, because what people don't understand though is that they those those two issues are, are intertwined as much as they're separate they're intertwined because the amount of people that are in the lower classes based upon race is a reality you understand what i'm saying yeah so like you can't talk about class without discussing race like they go together i know and that's that's the weird thing is that like for so many years you have people that, that try to separate it, and it's it's, it's, it's what I've learned. Yeah, because they're like, oh, well, because it's, it's because they're <laughs> it's because they're poor, not because they're black. It's like, well, I used to say but, that, but it's both. But it is both. It is both. It is both. Like I didn't I didn't think there was a link between the two. I tried, and that was me trying to uh, bridge the gap. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was like, well, you know, I think that what. What a lot of people miss when they associate this this kind of element to to race is that it's more from a, a it, it more has to do with poverty, mm-hmm. and there's some truth to that. But no, that's not no. I'll give you a perfect example. Sometimes it's not all about race. For example, in All American, right, the Netflix show that I've been watching. <laughs> okay, I'll just give you an example. So you have an African American um, man, Tay Davis, <coughs> right, who's married to a white woman. They're but both of them are they're wealthy, right? He's a former NFL player. Non COVID cough. Go ahead. They're, they're wealthy and they, they live in Beverly Hills, right? And then the other story plot going on has to do with this kid who's from Crenshaw, right? Okay. From LA. And he's from a poor neighborhood, gang infested neighborhood, and stuff like that. And when they have all these massive issues going on in these two separate plots that are intertwined as well, um, you can see the differences in class, right? Now, the races, for the most part, are the same. Now, it's a mixed-race family, right? And then you have an all-black family. And they're having massive issues going on amongst both families. Both families are dealing with infidelity. Both families are dealing with, uh, you know, lack of fatherly influences or or different things going on amongst the family and the children. Yeah. Now, here's the difference, though. The wealthy family from Beverly Hills, they end up going for therapy, Right. Uh, With a professional therapist. Okay, good. Right. The poor family has to go and sift that shit out themselves and go through hell fighting and yelling and screaming and walking out and all that shit. And that stuff is going on in Beverly Hills as well. But they also have the benefit of being able to afford a fucking therapist to try to sort through all that. That's fascinating. And try to understand their feelings. The poor family doesn't have the time nor the capacity or the money to be able to really sort out their feelings and understand why they're reacting the way they are, what the real issues are, what the underlying reason is that wow. people have attitudes. This brings us back to Andrew Yang. <laughs> why he, is everything bring us back to that guy without a tie? Because he's talking about uh, the importance of mental issues and mental health. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, And there's he wants no to give everybody, that. even the impoverished communities, he wants to give them uh mental health aid he's very big on that he's and and like even i was like what are you talking about Andrew? what what are you what are you talking about Mm -hmm. but what you're saying makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. there's a lot of mental health that goes under the radar and it's so vital to the development of a society 
that we overlook it as a society as a whole. We overlook it. Right. We overlook depression. Yeah. We overlook all these all these things. Correct. And so the rich family has a lot of issues, if not more issues than the poor family. However, right? but they have the benefit of being able to sort through that. They have the affluence, right. uh, the built in affluence. Right. How do you feel? Why is it making you feel that way? What is this person doing that makes you feel that way? Like well, those even the ability to hit the never, pause button. Those are conversations that are not happening in in. Well, it's about because, like you said before, like you alluded to, like they have the ability to hit the pause button, mm-hmm. whereas the other side, there's no pause button. It's right. just constant. It's constant craziness. It's it's mm-hmm. one crazy thing after another. Right. You know. I mean, so but like you the, can the argue. The rich family could bring in a, a Yanla, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> From the Oprah network um but the poor family can't right and so and so it's it was interesting to see that in the show and mm. i'm not sure if that was even intended no but, no no but that's that's but, uh, you know it's all these writers i've, I've yeah. come across so many writers it probably is intended yeah you know so i don't know do you want to get into cuomo yeah let's get into cuomo well who gives a shit <laughs> we're already uh we're already past an hour i gotta do not too much editing i gotta be honest okay. I, feel like Every, I mean everybody's starting you know seems to be loving cuomo lately for the most part I yeah would say even there's republicans that are respecting you know the job that he's doing. Uh, even but you know he's smart because uh and and they were saying this on something i was watching that he's he never even they were like softball pitching him the uh the the trump disinfectant stuff and he was like well you know i'm gonna leave that to the scientists i don't know you know trump Trump said what he said, but you know, it's like I'm not a man of science. I don't know. I I can't say it. So it's like a it's like a it's it's more like a, he's the bigger man mm-hmm. by passing the buck on that question. Whereas like the media is like setting him up. He's like, hey, hey, uh, what do you think about these disinfectants uh, that Trump is talking right. about? Huh? huh? You want to say something about that? <laughs> like you know, and he's just like, nope. Next question. He definitely knows how to play the game very well. He's much better than we all thought. Yeah, he he plays the game really well. And I think the public is respecting him because he, he's giving straight answers. And well, that's what what Matt was saying uh, last week, and and that we all agreed that he's a straight shooter. Like you know, you love him or hate him, you know where he stands. And yeah. I think there's an integrity there, a magic yeah. word that I've been using for the last few podcasts, which is what I'm looking for in a candidate. There's an integrity, an authenticity, actually, with a podcast that I watched today with Andrew Yang and. Uh, and the head of the DNC was that Tom Lopez? Uh, it's not Tom. Uh, Tim, maybe. What the? No, it's not. Oh, now I'm totally fucked up because. You, Anyways, you gave me that name and it, it totally. Um, Anyways, he basically the whole podcast was, and then you know, it's clickbait. They were like, uh, uh, you know, the head of the DNC comes uh, joins the Yang Gang, and he had a really lot of positive things to say. And one of the things that he said in the in the interview, it's Tom Perez. Tom Perez. Okay, so he one of the things that he said was, here's what people loved about you, and nobody thought that you were going to get to uh, New Hampshire. And the fact that you got to New Hampshire, it's because you speak with an authenticity that Americans are thirsting for. And he's like, well, we had, like, great, you know, he's fucking the guy, so he has to talk a lot of nice shit about all the candidates. Yeah. But he definitely uh, uh, expanded upon the idea of authenticity and what, voters are looking for and it's so true and and this i use the word integrity but i think that's what i'm I'm actually trying to say is authenticity right so so when you see authenticity as as an undecided voter that's very alluring yeah you know so to get that from a from a from cuomo now is you're right like you said it's got other people being like "Eh, maybe this guy's not so shitty 
Yeah, he doesn't come off full of shit. Yeah. You know, and there's so many people that come off full of shit. All right, so let's hear him out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we can do this now. I'm going to provide funding to state governments and local governments. Small business, airlines, business program. Now some of these large corporations now apparently have been taking money from the government programs. And they're not funding state and local. When you don't fund state and local, you know who you don't fund? Police, fire, school teachers, school officials. What was the possible theory of funding large corporations, but not firefighters, and not police, and not healthcare workers. I mean, it boggles the mind. And all they said was, don't worry, right? Don't worry, we're gonna do it in the next bill. We're gonna do it in the next bill. We're gonna do it in the next bill. I said to the, our congressional delegation, I said to our senators, Schumer and Gillibrand, don't pass this past bill that they just did Unless you have state and local funding, because they're not going to do it. Tell them, son. Don't worry, don't worry. They're not going to do it. As soon as the Senate acts, McConnell turns around and says, oh, I'm not going to do it. The state should declare bankruptcy. Bail out to the blue states. Bail out to the blue states. Again, the most un-American, uncharitable, uh, uh, ugly statement of all times. Yes, New York had more coronavirus cases than Kentucky. You know why? The flights from Europe land in New York. The flights were not landing in Kentucky. That's why we have the coronavirus cases. That's what the researchers now found two months later. That the virus went from China to Europe, got on a plane, and came here. And by the way, the virus probably got on a plane in China and came here. But China maybe landed in California. The European flights landed here. Boom. That's why New York has the coronavirus cases. Boom. Bail out New York. You're not bailing out New York. Tell him, son. New York has bailed you out every year. It's bailed you out. Mitch McConnell is a taker. Not a giver. New York is a state of givers. We put more money into the federal pot every year. We're the number one state in donating to the federal pot. Number one. Kentucky is the number three state in taking from the federal pot. Oh, snap. Booyah. They take out more. Take that shit, Mitch. Take it. Than they put in. Every year. Every, every year. year. Wow. But this is America. States, one federal pot. You put in what you can. And the states that need it, take it. Okay. So for every year, New York was the number one donor state putting in more money than it took out. Wow. Putting in more money than anyone else. Yeah, I like the whisper there. And taking out less. Number one donor state. Kentucky every year was the number three state that took out more than they put in. So they were literally, we were putting money into the pot. They were taking our dollars out of the pot. It's crazy. And now he wants to look at New York and say, we're bailing you out? 
you're bailing us out. Just give me my money back. I Senator. love that, dude. You can you can put it down <laughs> there. Give me my money back. That's that was my favorite part. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, that was my favorite part. You see how he fucking simply breaks that down? Yes. Like, I know it's a long clip, but if you got through it, man, it was an easy listen. He just fucking tells you. Yeah. Now, um, Fox ran something right afterwards saying that that wasn't true. Uh, uh, true to to that extent. Um, I don't see, but again, I, I, I don't know. I, I should have because you know we don't know exactly what direction the so the, the show's going to go into. We went on a t- Colin Kaepernick tangent there. No, but it makes sense though. I mean, we have more population, so our state is getting yes, that's, a, that's more yes, so, of course. I mean, you'd be great to see the stats and actually understand whether number one, number three are accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but, that's what I'm getting at, and I'm pretty way, sure that's what Fox. Probably says, or, or yeah, you can I'm, probably spin the numbers and, like and be probably, like, well, I probably New are, York. I, I would think that maybe, maybe California gives number one. Maybe they're number one in terms, because they have much bigger population. I, he says we were number one. No, I know he's saying we're number one, but I don't know if that's true. That, I mean, that's like the one stat that I'm not quite sure, you know? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Just because California has a bigger population. Yeah, but uh, maybe they have more undocumented people. You know, because that's that's what I would imagine. I didn't see the fox. Yeah, but they only, do. They do, but not not to the extent that it affects the overall. Like the, even with, I, I have to believe that that's the direction that those um, outlets probably go to. What Cuomo didn't tell you was that they have more undocumented people paying. Like you know, it's probably the it's the equivalent of the uh, population in Kentucky. I mean, I think he said in in a prior press conference or whatnot that when. Contesting what McConnell is saying and doing and just saying all these other states and towns that are having financial issues, they should just declare bankruptcy. It's like you would never say that to a state like Florida or Louisiana or Texas that got hit with a hurricane, right? And Wow, great that, point. That's a natural disaster. Great point. Wow. Right? And never before you blew has, my mind has right there. any U.S. senator or congressman ever said, well, you know, just let them go bankrupt. Fuck them. They got hit with a Category 5. No. <laughs> it's like... And then, listen to how ridiculous that sounds. Right. And and so we just got hit with a Category 5 fucking coronavirus. The COVID-19 is our Category 5. So help us the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. You jawless prick. I know. That, that That's really what it comes down to. I know. That's a long clip. I feel like uh, like Troy's going to turn it off in the middle. <laughs> no, it's fucking two and a half minutes, Bill. Oh, man, that's so funny. No, but I think even, even Troy likes Cuomo. Or he respects Cuomo, at least. No, he told me some shit. He thinks he's a piece of shit. He, uh, he thinks he's a piece of shit. Uh, uh, correct me Tro- if I'm I wrong, buddy. I think Troy's buddy. a piece of shit. Uh. <laughs> Uh, high res ink for all your. I think anybody who doesn't do their own laundry is a fucking prick. That's what I think. <laughs> Troy hasn't fucking washed his own underwears in about fifteen years. Yeah, uh, well, you know what? I, in his defense, uh, I'm married. Um, I don't really wash my own clothes, and I'm not, that's not to say that that my wife washes the clothes. But uh, lately, especially with coronavirus, one of the perks of having a beautiful, wonderful, uh, uh, dicky toned. Uh, <laughs> in-laws is that they they wash our clothes oh well that's nice of them yeah we drop them off they're bored they're both retired they don't know what to do 
they actually suggested it. Like, hey, just give us your clothes. Plus, they love our daughter, and that's that's what happens. That's what you learn when you have your kid that your parents they 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 turn around. They, you know, everybody comes out of the woodworks. Your brother, everybody will be like, hey, my what's... my dad would never do my laundry. No, no, no. No, he would tell he me to would, go fuck myself. No, I, I've, I've met your dad <laughs> as he actually. Should, as he should. <laughs> I met your dad. Because yeah, he, there's, there's limits. <laughs> He'd be like, you know, I'll help you in a lot of things, but I'm not washing your clothes. Yeah, well, we're very lucky that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's not too bad. But Troy, yeah, I won't rip him too much. No, nah, no, nah, I, I think you rip him enough. You, you rip him quite a bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. Thanks it's, for listening. It's just all jealousy. Thanks for listening. It's just from jealousy. Yeah, everybody needs a, a Heather. But um, uh, are we uh, are yeah. we doing okay here? You got more uh, more, more topics I got on my list. To picks other than Saudi Arabia blanding, <laughs> bans flogging. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I guess they would punish like certain people, certain criminals. They would flog them. What is a, a flogging? I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, I think it's like what a beating. Flogging? It's a beating it's, of some sort, but apparently it's got to be like a like a savage beating. Apparently, I've heard it in medieval times. Yeah, very big in medieval. Apparently, times. they they killed a human rights activist as let's, a result of this. Let's do and this. Ready? So now they're banning it. Oh, you know what? I have the Bluetooth on my tennis on already. Yeah. What is flogging? Here's the definition of flogging. A punishment in which the victim is hit repeatedly with a whip or stick. Wow. So they hit him with whips and sticks? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Which is done in a lot of countries. Like I know in Indonesia. Specifically you, whips and sticks? Yeah. In Indonesia, I believe they use bamboo. Like a bamboo stick. Ooh. Bamboo's and, hard. And, and you could get beat with that just for uh, chewing gum and then spitting it out on the street. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah. How long does that last? Do you die? No. You, well, just for something like that, you'll get flogged like maybe like 10 or 15 times. Oh, it's a specific number? I believe so. Like wow. in, in Indonesia. Yeah, but yeah. still. like uh, that Because there was an American who apparently spit out like gum or something, and there was like a big controversy that they got flogged. <laughs> yeah. Them's the rules, guys. Those are the rules. You <laughs> fucked up, stupid fuck. Stop spitting spit your gum out. Fucking that up is our hilarious. Yeah, so apparently Saudi Arabia got rid of it because they killed a human rights activist. Holy shit! By flogging. What do you think that that guy? Because uh, because according to Dan Crenshaw, that guy was probably looking for it. You know, he went out there. He's like, "Hey, what's up with you, Indonesia?" Dan Crenshaw is a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I'm so upset with Bill Moore. Like he just, oh my god, we talked about it last week, but it was just so disappointing. So it, lame. It, it bears repeating. I thought he was gonna. I just bring it to this he's, guy. He's, I don't know if he smoked too much. Like him and Joe Rogan must just be smoking like that really good fucking ganj. From I mean, they're West. in California, buddy. Yeah, because they're, they're and it's affecting them. California knows how to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hit the music. I think we're good. Oh, we're I'm good not hitting it. You hitting it? Oh, oh no, no. yeah, you got you got oh. the end music. So, so. <laughs> I we, forgot uh, that I'm not. All yeah, set this up is for that. this has been an episode of Ordinary Mo's episode uh, eight. And uh, you know what? I hope you enjoyed it. It was very educational today. It's just the two of us. Sorry, no special guests. But the, they one got sick and the other one fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I hope you enjoyed us, just us, for, uh, for a good amount of time here. Um, I'll try to break this down as best as I can into topics. We're definitely going to edit that at the end part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of uh, dead time. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. Eventually, uh, the Google worked. Thank you, AI Masters. I know you're not perfect yet. 
but you're getting there. Quickly, and I still can't afford this stock. Yeah, man, that's expensive. Especially Amazon. By the way, O Morales at Morales Law and MoralesNYLaw.com uh, for all your uh, property closing needs. Uh, what else do you do? I'm going to start doing wills, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't Coming know. Coming soon. Wills. Wills. Lots of wills. Trust, trust in the wills. Morales Law Group. Which everyone needs, because if you get COVID, who the fuck knows? You better yeah. get your eyes on will. That's right. Before the AIs learn how to do it. Yep. And uh, High Res Inc. We mentioned them before. HighResInc.com for all your art reproduction needs. Uh, if you need some touch-ups on old pictures, if you want to, if you're an artist and you want to display your artwork and you want to blow it up and multiply it, uh, he's got all your uh, all your solutions covered. HighResInc.com. See you next week, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Ordinary mom.